What's up? I'm Ayla. Hi, I'm Beth Ann. And this is Let's Talk BL, a boys love podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. It is Sunday, Series Sunday. The last Series Sunday of the season. Of season two. Season two, y'all. The last Series Sunday of season two. This has been a a season. (laughs) Oh my God. I feel like we just started yesterday. I know. I vividly remember. (laughs) I vividly remember before season two started planning out because we had confirmed omen and nun before season two started and like planning out like okay this is how season two is gonna start and we were talking we were like how do we even do the rest of the season after we have omen and nun like how how is there more but to do but just like in bl world it keeps getting better there there was more to do i yeah because here's the thing especially this year I feel like we've gotten so many new shows and new shit, like new shows from new ships. Right. That like you can't, and we talk about this constantly, like we plan out the season, but you can't really plan out the season. Right. <laughs> like, we, we honestly, we plan it like a month at a time because so much stuff happens that you yeah. can't do more than that at a time yeah. without it. It's wild. So it's this has a, been crazy. I feel like the series Sundays for season two have been yeah. super fun. We've gotten such great suggestions. Yeah. And we definitely do take listener notes into account and yeah. are like, you know, we want to we wanna talk about what the people are talking about because that's the reason we started the podcast. And so we're like... And just to talk about the things we like. Yeah. Which will make so today's fun. episode very fun because yeah. we both really loved this show. Yes. So, not surprisingly, but it this was a situation kind of like how do we follow up Omna Nun right. that was like, how do you follow yeah. Star in My Mind? And, and then you just do is yeah. the answer. And I think one of those things, because going into this, we had a, I had a little familiarity with Mech, but Prince or uh, Mark is a brand new right, actor. New. And when you go into these shows, not knowing anything about the boys, it's a very different experience because you hope that the show has substance to carry the you know the new coupling that you really have to like learn from scratch like sometimes it's nice to go into a show really liking the actors that's I do that a lot with like if I find a new actor I'll go like binge all their shows that they've ever been in because I'm like oh I like their acting I like their style this was like we had a blank slate going into this and so it's it's always a fun experience to be like what am I gonna think about these boys yeah which I had a very interesting experience with these two so I'm excited to talk about it but first as always nuts and bolts so it is a GMMTV show. It's only eight episodes. But Shout te- out GMMTV this year so far for giving us not only the accessibility, yeah. but also these like really bingeable shows. Yeah. For those of us that love to binge. This was a fun show too because it it was the somewhat continuation of Star in My Mind. Right. And so it's a fun you know, you get that overlap of June Dunk, the magic I mean, that is June Dunk. Yeah. Go watch our June Dunk interview because yes. y'all, uh, watch it again if you haven't. Uh, we get a special F next week, which just yes. looks like a a honeymoon beach frolic. I mean, y'all know we love four. a beach frolic. Oh, so into it. Uh, it it was directed by the same guy who directed Star in My Mind, which was Wabi Sabi's new. Yes, uh, it stars. As fa mech yes. of of mech mook family family family, <laughs> family. Is a very important Actual distinction family. because mook is very serious about making sure that the people know which I appreciate Wait, understandable ten out of ten the that's language, your brother the Thai language Anyways. does not have nuance for blood relation which by the way we talk about we've talked about this sometime this season don't remember the episode but just like go back and watch all the episodes yeah. while you're waiting for season three. Yes. And you'll find it. Uh, it's It also stars Mark as Prince. Yes. Who, funny enough, when I was looking into, like, who these actors are, because, again, they were brand new to the BL world and Mark to the acting world, Mark was actually uh, an influencer slash, like, YouTuber and has more followers than Mech does on Twitter, which is fascinating. And he had kind of, a, sh- a like, a YouTube ship. Which is mm. very fascinating. Yeah, love okay. that. Synopsis. So this also, both these characters we were introduced to yeah. in, as we've mentioned, Star in My Mind. 
And this synopsis kind of reflects that a little bit. Yeah. So because there's not as much explanation of who these people are. So right. just keep that in mind uh, as I put on my synopsis voice for the last time in season two. <gasps> Which, by the way, for everybody that has like made comments about this synopsis voice, it truly brings me so much joy. Because one time... You really traumatized me, and I almost couldn't. Because I called like, it your, your bed voice? You called it my bedroom voice, <laughs> and I was like, okay, no. And also, this was like, and you did it right before we had, like, you made that comment right before I had to do it. Like, I, we had this a series Sunday with actors yeah. who I very much did not want to use a bedroom voice with. And so I was like traumatized and I almost never did this voice again. I almost changed the voice. I almost was like, we're not going to use this voice again. But then there are a few people that like consistently make comments about how much they like this voice. And it truly, it brings me a lot of joy to my heart that like, it's not just about being dragged by you. The people like it. So for the for the last time on season two the synopsis voice forced up to the mountains with his friends mesa and jj after driving while impaired dr kufa meets volunteer teacher prince the two despise each other from the moment they first meet despite their differences the more they argue the more they come to understand one another cute cute that i mean synopsis factual. was as cute as this show was i love this show i yeah. truly truly love this show again shout out gmm tv for the bingeable shows yeah. because i'm a binger we were talking about this before we started recording that i prefer to binge it's a better watching experience for me as a viewer just right. and of course it's personal preference so there's totally. not one way that's better than another to watch a yeah. show or consume I love, a show I love a live watch but for me personally binging a show I just have a richer experience I have right. a better experience with the show and so right now and at least lately there have been so many shows that I haven't been able to binge for one reason or another that I've had right. to watch live and Honestly, it's been kind of a bummer, and I felt very out of my element. And, like, (laughs) I have also felt, like, pretty left out recently of, like, the BL conversation. And so this show, super bingeable, eight episodes on YouTube. Right. Super easy to, like, pick up and jump into and, right, like, do the binge. So I really loved that about this show, that it was an easy watch. I also really loved about this show because, again, I mentioned I have been feeling left out of, like, the BL conversation because – the shows and the ships that most of the people that I know are talking about happen to be ships and shows that I am not personally into. Right. That I, that just, like, haven't hit for me personally. And right. so, like, so, for example, like, these reality shows that are out right now that everybody's talking about, I don't even like dating reality shows. I've never have. Like, I've mm. never been into that. Right. And so I'm not watching them because it's just not my, jo- my genre. And right. it's also – but at the same time, it's like, that's what everybody's talking about. So, like, yeah. I'm left out of that. And then there are just a handful of ships that, like, it's the only thing anyone's talking about. That, like, they're cute, but the ship didn't hit for me. So, I'm just, like, not interested in talking about. Did people talk about this show on our Discord? This this specific show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were a few people. Because I think we've had this conversation before. And I've always been super, super interested. So, comment if you and tell us where you go to like join the conversation about certain shows because we talk about this a lot where our timeline on Twitter or on Instagram or wherever you go to like join the conversation for BL it's so curated to a specific thing that it's hard to know and we've get, we've gotten this a lot and we this is why we started this podcast is like it's hard to find the conversation that you want to be a part that of. you want to be a part of yeah. and so that's why this that's why our discord is awesome too shout out uh where because they have channels for each show right that's where you kind of can go but again if 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 it's a binge show or that kind of thing sometimes you're a little too late to the conversation or you know we cure a lot of times we'll curate our timeline on twitter specifically to like uh interviews we're doing oh i don't do that for me for our timeline for twitter what happens happens i well i never try to curate any of the timelines like even tiktok it's not that we try it's that like when we when we follow something new like the algorithm just like tends to bump those up because that's what we're like kind of interacting with and talking to and just like the the general conversation of what's happening 
uh, on like the big, big shows, right. right? Like the ones that you were saying that like you're not super engaged with. And so, yeah. So it's always interesting. I'm like, where, where do you go find the, the people you want to talk to? Yeah. And so like also always DM us because even you yeah. and I have very different tastes in shows. Uh-huh. So a lot of times you'll be, one of us will want to <laughs> yeah. talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And so like, totally. yeah, it, you can always find someone to talk to. But anyways, I really love this show because yeah. it made me feel like, okay, there are still shows for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I, yeah. this was a very, I also, I think I mentioned to you, I feel like this is a really good show to recommend to somebody if they're in a BL rut. Yeah. Because it's such a classic BL, right? It's like so. It's a classic GMMTV. Typical traditional BL. BL, but it's elevated. I really it's feel grown like. Ups, it's grown-ups. Outside of Bangkok, which is cool. Yeah. They're professional. They're outside of Bangkok. That, like, tale of a thousand stars it's, vibe. Right. It's, like... Oh, I love that show. It has the, the like, the newer updates that you want as yeah. a BL watcher, yeah. but with, with the, like, BL formula... I do ...that you love, pro- that probably is, like, part of the thing that got yeah. you into BLs. GMMTV never takes a step back. I feel like I can say that. Uh, with... They've moved... They've, like, elevated each time, right? They tend to do it incrementally. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, my God, that's not true. GMMTV is not groundbreaking. I would agree. I wouldn't use the word groundbreaking. Within the GMMTV bubble. Like, I wouldn't compare GMMTV shows to anything outside of GMMTV. Because it's so – which is really cool because it's GMMTV. Like, But so I also – You know what you're getting. Like, they're comfort shows. Right. They're truly, like, those BL – breaking shows yeah, yeah i i really really like the show and another thing besides it just being this like again it's it's got this like comfort show element to it yeah. it has i love a trope it has yeah. all of the good tropes and none of the toxic tropes which are like my favorite there was, there was I, like, zero problematic so in show. it's got the best friends trope right where you have the best friends shout out mike and arm they I know. I, I wish Arm. Arm was in more stuff. Ugh. Arm. Arm. <laughs> Truly doing the most at GMMTV. Truly. And not getting enough appreciation. No. Shout out. This is like an Arm appreciation appreciation segment because that yes. boy like carries the- He brings us all the things. The like content online with Arm Share. And then he pops into shows and you're like- why isn't he acting more? Uh, and he wrote and produced uh, All Memories, Save All Memories in This House, which I is like mean, a banger. Killed it. So <laughs> shout, shout out, out Arm. Arm. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, love him. So we've got the best friends trope. Killed it. We have the like longing looks trope, which is one of my favorite tropes where like, okay. and the close talking, which the close talking actually annoys me, but like they played it so cute where it's like, uh-huh. This longing look scene where it's like you watch it and you're like, you guys are clearly into each in other. Um, I mean, we got like cuddles because there was a lot of like so we get drunk cuddles. and accidentally sleep together, like in the same bed, not like sleep together. in the most yeah. wholesome way. So wholesome, Ugh. so wholesome. I love it so much. And you get the like enemies to lovers trope, yeah. And you, you get like, love rivals, you get love rivals trope. Shout out, tap tap. You also get the classic, like, they just miss each other trope. And you get the, like, <sighs> poor communication trope. You also get the zero to a hundred trope. The zero to a hundred trope. It's all That's of the tropes minute. that, like, I love. Mm-hmm. And none of the, like, toxic tropes. I I dig this show so much. I really do. We got that, uh, quote-unquote, Ep 11 curse. But it was, like, in the fluffiest, most, like... Most insane. Literally, ridiculous, okay. Sorry. I just finished because I binged. So I just finished the show and yeah. now we're recording so it's very fresh for me yeah yeah literally <laughs> as soon as there's that moment <laughs> when he goes he has a mosquito born illness i literally <laughs> yeah. screamed in the house he i went malaria. does he have malaria i went like what in the dramatic like he literally gets malaria like oh my god it is the best it's my favorite thing i i mean it's amazing it's the dramatics oh god it's so good and you get the like you get the umbrella with the rain trope the world's tiniest umbrella by the way right when he's like i bought this umbrella in chiang mai i knew i would need it i was like oh my god 
I love this new trope of he's somebody famous or rich or but like on the on the DL. Yeah. yeah. Or or Thai royalty. royalty. <laughs> I so I actually you were surprised by that, but I wasn't because I felt like they told us that in Star in My Mind uh-huh. when Prince was introduced in Star in My Mind. Yeah. So I was surprised that that was surprising to yeah, you. Yeah, it didn't. I I guess I knew he was like gonna be somebody, but the Thai royalty was like a funny little. Yeah, thing. so not like active royalty, but like obviously, like if you know a little bit about the history of Thailand, you know that like it actually was yeah. like united after like a bunch of kingdoms, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. Funny story with this. Uh-huh. I actually, before, uh, or like around the time I was like first getting into BL. Okay. Um, so I, I'm in marketing. I'm in communications, which means I run a lot of events, attend a lot of, host a lot of events, and I always have little interns uh-huh. and like little volunteers. Oh, yeah. And so. Right around the time I was getting into BL, and I, like, didn't really question it at the time because I wasn't super into BL, and I wasn't super into, you know what I mean? The Thai Yeah, like, all the Thai stuff. Like, I hadn't started learning Thai yet. It was right. It was, like, very new. I had all of these little... I'm so impressed by your Thai. I know. You really would have. Because you know this story, but I'm going to tell the story anyways. I love it. Um... I haven't told this story in a hot minute, too. You've probably heard this story maybe three times, which is not a bad (laughs) ratio. Um... So I had all these little helpers. They were from a fraternity that were coming out to help at this event. And it was arranged by one of my coworkers who's Asian. And it was specifically an Asian fraternity. Mm-hmm. And um, so she was in the the sister sorority to the, it right. was like her brother fraternity when she was in college. So anyways, that's how she arranged this. And I mean, these boys were adorable. Here's the thing about college boys. They can't do anything. Like they're <laughs> basically useless. But, you know, we found a job for them. They were adorable. Like they were enthusiastic. Yes. We had like. They have the energy. They Yeah. Like, and you just have to be really specific when you get yes. them jobs. Like you have to like really, like you can't. Because I mean, we also had the sorority out there. And those girls, like sorority girls actually are amazing. Yeah, yeah. You can be like, hey, here's the thing. And they will like do it. Yeah. Anyways. So these kids are adorable, whatever. We take these little pictures for them so they can put, right? So they get their community service, all this stuff. And so later on, I was like, I was mentioning to my colleague who set this up, like, oh, they did such a good job. Like, thanks for arranging that. We should have them out again, whatever. And she was like, yeah, 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 they were fun. She was like, oh, fun story about this one because we obviously take pictures at the events. She was like, he's a Thai prince. And I was like, (laughs) what? And she was like, yeah, 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 he's a Thai prince. Like, he's actually here. Like, he like born raised in thailand whatever went to international school and he like came to the university of houston classic (laughs) for college and he's a he's a thai prince like isn't that cool and i was like i was like is thailand a monarchy at this point i was like hold on thailand i didn't even know thailand was a monarchy and she was like she explained to me like yeah 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 but he's not in the like active ruling Mm. family he's like a yeah, yeah. He he is prince in Just of royal blood. Right. He is anyway. So I was like, oh my god, I know this. You met a real Thai royalty. I, he was adorable. He had this like little curly hair. The thing I remember about him <laughs> is we had these like balloon artists out there. You know, the yeah, people yeah. that make balloon animals. Yeah, yeah. And he was psyched when I told them that they could all. I was like, oh, if you guys want balloon animals, like go get them. Like whatever. He was. Sight. Do they not have balloon animals in Thailand? I think he was – well, okay. To be fair, the balloon artists we hire are, like, super fancy, and they make, like, great – They make, like, bi- like bicycles. That, like, they do all the things. Love and it. I'm pretty sure he got a Spider-Man. Cute. Or, like, see, he got a superhero. Because I remember they were doing superheroes. Love it. Anyways, that's my story. That's I have so I have met essentially, like, the real-life version of Prince. Yeah. yeah. That was such a fun little uh, moment in the show – but another thing of the going back to like the mech of it all and the you know the mark of it all is that we both had what we refer to as <sighs> our awakening. Our awakening. Yes. Uh, we both went to Got Seven concerts a couple years ago separately, and we, if you're into K-pop, you usually have like that one person you that have you a love. Bias. Yes, but then you go to concerts and you have what we call like you have an awakening. But at the Got Seven concert, we both got Young Jade, is what we call, we call it. it. Yeah, that boy came onto stage and we were like, oh 
my god because in got seven for us at least went like we both had biases within GOT7, yeah. and then we both had biased records within GOT7. Yeah. But, like, all, all the rest of the members, Young like, Jay you just like seemed, them. like, quiet. Not right. There wasn't much to it. And then he came out on stage. And, and he got it was, Young like, Jay. immediate. And mech, y'all. Mech, Young Jada's so hard. I would actually liken this mech experience to our experience with Changu oh, because that was a little yeah. more intense that it's was a little so more intense. jarring yeah, yeah. so same thing happened with us with Pentagon and in Pentagon of course there are way more members than got seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and same thing happened we went to this concert and literally the first night and we had seen people on Twitter talking about getting Changu'd yeah. and we were like no way like that's not gonna happen to us right like yeah yeah I was like, I'm about to see Yuto in real life. Like, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. no way, right? And no, like, from the moment Changu so walked out on stage. But so, that's how I feel about Mech. And I had watched a little bit of a straight drama that Mech had a BL storyline in. And I was like, they're going to give that boy a BL and he's going to do it with his whole chest and it's going to be awesome. And sure enough, he had this show and I was watching it and I was like, it's it's like a June situation. Which we can everything. like we can we can go into the whole like June dunk of it all in yeah. this show. But like Mech is one of those boys that like he he would have chemistry with a wall. Like he looks at you Truly. like you you know conquered the world. Yeah, and Mech was especially surprising <sighs> for me because I actually didn't like Fa in star in my mind right fa annoyed me and star in my mind but literally episode one of mech i think i told you when it happened i was like oh i was like am i do i have feelings for mech like <laughs> yeah, yeah, i was yeah. so confused i was like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. right because like, in in sky in in star in my mind homeboy's going through it poppy sure. shout out poppy has just stolen another girl poppy's stealing all the girls <laughs> 10 out of 10. I am obsessed with Poppy. Have been since Lovely Rider. And so, so. this boy is going through it, which, uh, again, it's like, oh, just get get yourself together. Is and then, Poppy typecast as, like, the lady stealer? The is this his thing? Is Poppy the homewrecker? They say that, like, the best boys play the best villains. <laughs> and so that's what I fully believe with Poppy. But what's interesting? man, in Love Mechanics, Poppy takes a turn. Yeah. I feel like what's interesting about Poppy, anyways... <laughs> 10 out of 10 for Poppy showing up. Yes. Um, I remember I saw Poppy and I was like, because he wasn't billed. So like, no. you didn't know he was yeah. going to be in it. And I was like, is that Poppy? Screamed, Poppy. Uh, anyways, yeah. He's super annoying. Plus, and... plus you, I think you didn't like him because uh, Fa has this like chip on his shoulder against Clune. Clune. And I loved Clune. But then the, the more the that you watch the show, the more you realize they're the same person. Yes. So that's my <laughs> other comment is... When 100%. Fa finally starts dating Prince, right, with yes. the zero to a hundred, yeah, he yeah. becomes Clune. Like Fa is Clune, yeah. and so that's why it's so funny to me that he despises Clune so much. Right. Even like we've seen it in the teaser for the special right. ep. I'm like, bro, like he is you, like you know. My absolute favorite trope of all time, and we're getting it a lot these days, is is on perfect display in both 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 parts of this show right. is that that boy that like super straight super like man boy finds that super boy. man boy yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> finds that ma finds that person regardless of gender who just changes their world and goes so soft and both of these boys uh fa and clune have their awakening with these boys. What's and interesting like is go so soft. They're like, I'm gonna get this boy. I'm gonna make him mine forever. Yeah. What's interesting because <laughs> you've you said that a few times to me about Fa, and I actually disagree. Mm. I don't think he went soft. I think he was always soft. Oh, if you look at his character, like he always was like a romantic, and like he and he uh, loves his little brother so much, and he right, like he was always and he like didn't shy away yeah. from like being affectionate with his brother and like being affectionate with his friends, they're, they're, and right, their like brotherhood is luckily we got so some he, very, very clear clarity on I the think brothers. He was always soft, so I disagree that he like went soft, I think he was always soft. Even even in the beginning, so that very first episode when I was mm -hmm. like, do I have feelings for Mech? And it was a very confusing time for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
he Prince he and Prince are like kind of like at odds right like Prince kind of immediately doesn't like him yeah and then there's like the spider in his hair and he like gently brushes it away like he was oh my dude was always soft I think I see him as very much a type a person because that was the whole reason that the girl left him was that he was too into his work and like he didn't give her enough time and then suddenly you know he's found this boy on the mountain but type a people can be romantic and soft (laughs) too everybody's always talking mad shit about type a people it's not it's not mad shit it's just like it's truth it's fact it's like you're you're hyper focused on usually it's work usually it's like that one goal that you have and so a lot of those things get pushed to the side which they explain multiple times in this show that like he had that one track mind but yeah i think he was always soft because yeah like he takes care of his brother and when he like gently brushes the spider away even before he likes him the brother relationship was probably my most favorite part of this i i said Earlier today, yeah. I think they're my favorite siblings in BL. Of all time. Yeah. Ooh, what about Lovely Writer, though? Jean and, and Poppy. Shout out, Poppy. Shout out, Poppy. Poppy is my favorite brother, but I think these are my favorite siblings. Like, okay. sibling relationship. I Got think it. they have the best sibling relationship in all of BL. They are solid. Especially for Sky in your heart. Sky in your mind. Sky, oh, my God. Star, Star in, in my, my mind. mind. Sky, Sky in, in your heart. heart. Sky in your heart. Because in Sky in your heart, uh, Fa goes to Dao so often and they have these conversations and Dao is so intuitive and so just like thoughtful about you know when Fa goes to visit Dao I think it's for his birthday and it's he's supposed birthday. to spend time yes. with him and Dao's like bro you're going through it over this boy just go go back to the mountain well, right because Fa is like what if he's like how mad would you be if I like didn't come to your birthday party yeah. and Dao is so cute he's like He's like, I'm going to be really mad. And he's like, he's like, I would be really mad at that person. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. And he's like, because that person, he's like, this is why I'd be mad. Because that person is taking my feelings into account instead of taking care of his it's own and so blah, blah, blah. Cute. It's very cute. But what I like about so their cute. sibling relationship mm-hmm. specifically is that, number one, they're very clear about it. As soon as, <laughs> as, soon as it's brought to their attention yeah. that there's been a misunderstanding right. about their relationship, they fix it. I will say in this one, Fa kind of plays with Prince a little bit because Prince, he has to like basically stand by Prince's house to get cell reception. So I every night, Prince has to hear Fa right. talking to Dao on yeah. the phone. And, and he's like, oh, you're talking to your, like, your fan, your fan, your lover. Right. And, right, because he's so affectionate with Dao. Right, and when he realizes that, like, this is the situation, he does play with him a little bit, but then literally in the same conversation, he's like, no, it's my little brother. Right, he yeah. plays with him for, like, five minutes with it. He's like, why, you care if I have a boyfriend? Why are you asking? Why do you care if I have a boyfriend? Uh, and then he makes it. it clear. He's like, no, I don't have a, like, I don't have a fan. It's okay. my brother. And so I really like the clarity because – my least favorite thing in these Thai shows <laughs> is when not just it actually I was thinking about it it doesn't just happen in Thai shows yeah it happens specifically in We Best Love but with the cousins and mm. that made me mad too I was like this that is gross weird. and weird and you guys need to cut it out um yeah, yeah. where they like let people think they're dating even though they're related it's yeah. a no for me dog and so i love that they're super clear about it because that's how real siblings would be real siblings right. would be like no 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 <laughs> right and the other thing that makes me say i think they are the best siblings in bl like mm-hmm. right like them together as siblings is because Fa and Dao both ask each other advice about things and then don't take the advice, which is like such sibling behavior. Such boy behavior. It's such sibling behavior to have your sibling be like, you should do this, you should do that, Uh and then just like not do it. Cute. Yeah. So I love them. I love them so much. I I love all the Clune Dao moments that we get in this show. Because Jungda, I mean... I feel like right now Jungdunk might be carrying the BL industry on their back. <laughs> like I like I can't really? be certain about that. But I Jungdunk Jungdunk are Magic. the perfect ship, I think. I think Jungdunk are the perfect ship because they're such fun friends. Yeah. And when they're in character and when they're playing the ship, 
they do it seamlessly but it's also very clear that they're playing a ship right yeah. like they don't beat around the bush they don't try and gaslight anybody or make anybody believe right. they're actually dating right. they're actually together right like even if you watch our interview with Jung and Dunk we talk to them about like yeah. how'd you guys break the ice and Dunk flat out is like we're just fun friends like he's my best friend like we're and he, and I, he has like, this I'm line <laughs> he like has this line about like like I don't know it's just like the boys it's like when you're just chilling with the boys at that like they're so cute. cracks me up I think the a lot of the complaints that I have about these shows that are so soft and fluffy is that you they finally get together in ep- the last episode and you're like oh we've gone through so much angst and turmoil to get to them being together and we and don't get to split up we don't get to see them being together and right. so this was such a nice moment of like okay we we had the ridiculous over-the-top drama of of star in my mind where it was like will they won't they and at the you know at the the last in the the last hour at the final ep they get together and then you have a whole nother show with two main characters who are trying to get together but then you have these nice moments of just seeing these boys actually in a relationship and it's so this is what I want and this is what I love when characters make appearances in other shows like Boone Prem have 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 popped up in shows because you know between us has been a long time coming and so it's been nice to be like okay in in fictional world I can now visualize that they're actually together and like we get a little bit of that happily ever after that like we so much a lot of time I crave and I'm like I just want to see them being like cute and in love and especially June Dunk playing cute and in love like I just I love watching that yeah it's very sweet but so Fawn Prince <laughs> we can get back to the main characters yes, of yes. this show I really like I really liked the way they got together. And, like, I really liked yeah. the pacing of this show. Yeah. The pacing was really well done for an eight-episode show. Yeah. They got together kind of, like, when you wanted them to. They, I loved the way that the Mesa situation, because Mesa liked Prince yeah. and was clear about it from the beginning. I really liked the way they handled that situation. Yeah. I love Top Tap as a love rival because he is so annoying in this show. And yeah. I love how annoying he is in this show. Yeah. He he was excellent, especially and his sister Yaya. We Yaya is my favorite character in the show. We get it. We get like a quote unquote love rival girl, but she's not. She's not your typical hated girl. Oh, I wouldn't call her a love rival girl because she's not actually in the game. You know what I mean? It's her being like Delulu essentially. (laughs) Her throwing himself at this boy. Yaya is such a mood the whole time. <laughs> yes. The whole time she's such so a mood relatable. because literally she sees Fa. So she sees Mech and she's like, yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. like, yes, we're doing this. She's like, okay, we're doing this. And I was like, mood, girl. Relatable. Like, mood. Yeah. Okay. Because truly, I feel like at this point, now that I've watched the show, I think if, like, if Mech ever looked at me, I might drop dead. Yeah. Like, I might just literally perish. I would pass away. It's been nice knowing you. You're all invited to my funeral. Like, I couldn't handle it. So her, like, freaking out over him, yeah. at, like, is such a mood. <laughs> and then, like, her trying to, like, invent excuses to hang out with him. Relatable. Her running away from home. She's hilarious also. Yeah. When she runs away from home for like this arranged marriage. Oh my God. And then immediately changing her tune and being like, no, I love him. <laughs> She's like, she was like, I did want to marry him. And then I saw him. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I love how they question her about this too. She's like, well, I saw him and I got a sense that he was like a nice person. And they're like, <laughs> no, you just think he's cute. And she's like, no, no, no. She's like, because that's such a mood. We all do this with our BL boys yes. where we'll be like, no, I can just tell he's like a good boy. <laughs> and like, we don't know. Yes. He's just yeah. cute. No, like, yeah, totally. So she's such a mood. And then my favorite thing about Yaya is at the end, she, so at the end, Fa has come back to the mountain. Right. Faz come back to the mountain um, to for like this exchange of supplies because yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like requested supplies he's, like, for gone the village it to get these things. Um, and Yaya is like, "Oh, I thought Prince would be with you. I brought his his tote bag back, right? He left it here, and yes. I was gonna return it to him. The tote bag. And she's like, which I'm sure you can buy on GMMTV shop. GMMTV.com. <laughs> um. So she's like, I was gonna return this to him, and Fa is like, No. <laughs> 
He literally goes, and in the most fr- – because I had been screaming about this for the whole episode already. Yeah. He's like, we left the mountain and we haven't contacted each other <laughs> since. She literally goes – why like she yells at him she's like why and he's like well because no 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 and she she's like you're stupid yes she's like you're so stupid (laughs) she and she's like what gives you the right to decide for him whether or not he should be with you right like he should get to pick and she's like i love and then i love the metaphor that be with that this tote bag becomes (laughs) when when it's a very cute tote bag. When Fago's he probably <laughs> uh-huh. he probably it's so stupid. It's the dumbest line. He goes, he probably already has a new tote bag. <laughs> <laughs> and it obviously he means he has a new boy, but it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. the funniest thing to me. It is the stupid like Yaya is such a mood and I love her. He does have a new tote bag, but it has the addition of a cloud on it. He does end up getting like an actual new tote bag, right? At the end. But I, I love this new thing. I guess it's not a new thing. Maybe it's always been in GMMTV shows, but because a lot of those GMMTV shows, when you first get into BL, are older. So, like, mm-hmm. you haven't gone through that experience of watching a, like, currently live airing GMMTV show. Is that, mo- is that moment where you know they're introducing you to the merch? <laughs> when you realize they're selling you merch? I am yeah. obsessed. Like, I know there are some people that hate product placement, but I love it because it's so funny. It doesn't take me out of it. I'm like... No, I fully am convinced to buy that inhaler and a hundred of those inhalers. Oh, I love the GMMTV merch product placement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so like, for example, not me. As soon as those stupid button bracelets (laughs) made an appearance, I was like, I'm buying that. I loved in Tale of a Thousand Stars because they're on the mountain but they're using this like the most, soap like girly the, just the, like uh, fragrant soap isn't it watermelon face soap i have yes. such a vivid recollection of this soap i i love that that scene i can yeah i can like fully envision the scene i'm like i want one day when i go to thailand i will have a list of all the like merch <laughs> that I i'm gonna to buy, buy. And so I, yeah, I love that introduction. So these, these necklaces, I'm assuming, I haven't actually looked at this show's merch line, but I'm assuming those necklaces are. The crystal necklaces. Yeah. I actually, okay. So I carried them throughout the entire show. Even June don't give them, give each other those crystal necklaces. So I loved the, um, the crystal necklace thing, because like as somebody that owns a lot of crystals, uh, a lot yeah, of crystals, yeah, yeah. does all the crystal stuff. Yeah. I w- when they start talking about moon bathing the crystals, I was like, t- I was like, yeah. oh my god! I was like, oh, they're gonna cleanse the crystals. They're gonna charge it. Like I was like into it. I was like, this is so accurate. I was like, I love this. But then I was annoyed when he was like all sad because he was like we can't moon bathe the crystals now because it's raining and i was like there's so many ways to like cleanse and charge a crystal and you're on a mountain and like a lot of the ways that you do this are like readily available on a mountain yeah so running water is one streams everywhere on a mountain yes. you can also you're like you can bury them in like oh. like the earth because it all has to do with the earth whatever i'm not gonna get into this because <laughs> people like to make fun of me but like i will just Listen, say i believe everybody has um, anyways I was like so enthralled with these necklaces. I I do have a crystal necklace that looks very similar, and I almost wore it. But then oh. I also had the pom poms, and I have the crystal hair. So like, we yes, I love it. Yeah, we're looking up to see if they have the necklaces. The necklaces. I'm highly curious. I feel like I don't even accessories. Maybe I need to know. I like I need to know immediately. In this last episode, aren't Dow and Clune wearing their shirts? Yes, in the special episode, they're wearing their shirts. Yes, oh, I. Yes, you can in fact purchase the pink four hundred and ninety baht, which is I. I still haven't learned the conversion. Twelve dollars. I am twelve. I think. I'm readily relying on Google. Thirteen. I was so close. Nice. So a thousand baht is around thirty thirty one dollars. Okay. So that's how I do the math. Nice. <laughs> in case anyone's wondering. Good to know. <laughs> So, yeah, as soon as they carry these necklaces around and I'm like, y'all, I, 
yes, I want, here's the thing. I want to buy all the GMMTV merch. I do not want to pay the $75 to get it to the I know. One day when I go to Thailand, I'm bringing an empty suitcase and y'all send me your request. I'll like, we'll like announce when we're in Thailand and we'll be like (laughs) group order, but like there's no EMS. Like it'll just come back in my suitcase. I'll be across (laughs) the street at Texas Chicken. And I'll be, I'll be upstairs at the GMMTV shop and they'll be like, cause okay. Y'all know how, do, do you think, do people know how this works? I don't know. We've I know how about, this works. We've talked about this a lot because there's not a ton of GMMTV building English content. There's a right. ton of Filipino content and just Thai content, but yes. like not a ton of just So English. in Thailand, you can go to the GMMTV building. You and can like hang out there. You can, in fact, ride the ele- those elevators, the elevators in the front, right? That you always yeah. see with like the ads that the yeah. boys and the girls are at, right? Like... You can re- you can get a pass. You see tons of front footage desk. of them just getting on an elevator. You also you can, can ride, ride that, that elevator. elevator. <laughs> so you get a pass, and the pass gets you on the elevator. You go up to the GMMTV floor, which I think is 21, 22. I can't remember. It's been a while since right because it's one just of an videos. office building that GMMTV owns right. that like rents out to other things. And you walk up to the front doors of GMMTV, and there's like a like a merch setup because right outside just the like front. Like a storage room. There's not a store. <laughs> right. And you tell the little security guard man what you want from this merch setup. Is there like an order card? And he like, not that I've seen. From what I've seen, you just like tell him. You're just like, I want this, this, and this. and Or the videos I've seen. And he goes to the back and he either comes back with your stuff or he's like, we're out of stock in this. And then you like, you pay the man and you like leave with your stuff. And I think it's going to be really funny when I go to GMMTV one day because I'll I'll get my little pass and I'll ride the little elevator up and I'll like do the things Hopefully and I'll be like and I'll be like I talked to Jungdunk. I talked to Omna Nun. Does this like How much do you think we can pay that security guard to just go steal a Pete Cow tumbler from somebody's desk? <laughs> I don't want to talk about the Pete Cow tumbler. I'm so upset about this. I don't even want to talk about it. I think Rekin Topany, their merch store has it. So maybe we can like when we're in the Philippines, maybe. we can be like, hey. So I'm going to ride up to this. I'm going to ride this elevator. I'm going to talk to a little security guard man. And I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like all of it. And he's going to be like, wait, what? <laughs> what stuff do you want? And I'm going to be like, tuk tuk, which is like <laughs> everything. everything. It's all everything in Thai. And he's going to be like, what? He's going to be like, Arai? I'm going to be like, no, no, like for real. Like <laughs> all of it. Shy. <laughs> right. Shy. What things do you want? Yes. Shy. <laughs> That's going to be me with this merch. And then I'll do like ask, a weirdo. Ask real. Ask real. Ask real. <laughs> I'll do like a weirdo group Ching-ching. order. I'll like announce it on Twitter or something. And like, it'll be like a shoppy. I'll go live. I'll go live on Instagram. We'll with go all live on the, Instagram as soon as we At the, the GMMTV yeah, building. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be like, you guys, it'll be like a shoppy live. <laughs> and all of GMMTV will come out and be like, I think we shouldn't let them do this. But like also... <laughs> they want to buy the thing, so like I'm gonna be like I'm about to give you all the money, so it'll be like. <laughs> anyways, absolutely ridiculous. I love I love the merch placement. I also I love. Think. It's been a hot minute since I've seen Oishi Honey Lemon and something, mm. and so I was really excited to see the return of Oishi Honey Lemon because I once we found Oishi Honey Lemon here in Houston. And we had an extra one just in the fridge for a while. <laughs> and Zach kept trying to drink. And I'd be like, don't drink that. It was expensive. Like, I would get mad at him. And he's like, how much could it be? I'll just pay you for it. And I, I was like, it was like $8. <laughs> and he was like, $8? And I was like, yeah. Worth it. Is there a GMMTV show that doesn't have Oishi Honey Lemon? Well, I mean, like, in the show. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's always. Because it was really prevalent in Bad Buddy. Right, but no, I don't remember seeing it and in then, Star in My Mind. In Star in My Mind, there's that whole scene where they're at the mall, right? Where he's like, you're cute, and he hands him the, because the, he's going to buy the gift for his oh, mom, right? I guess I don't remember them, like, drinking it, because there were, like, two yes. separate Oishi Honey Lemon yes. scenes in this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's at the very beginning of Star in My there's Mind. There's no Taokanoi in this one. No. Mm. Taokanoi has has jumped ship and gone to i think uh another another show i'll be so curious so we got we went to texas we went from the pizza company to texas chicken yes i'll be super curious because taco bell is everywhere now yes i'll be really curious to see if taco bell ever makes the move over to gmmtv i don't know 
It will be interesting because KFC doesn't actually sponsor any GMMTV the shows. TV they shows. just like employ all the boys. Right. <laughs> I'll be really curious to see if we ever get like, a, <laughs> this is the stupidest <laughs> conversation. It's on brand though. I'll be really curious to see if we get a Krispy Kreme because <gasps> Krispy Kreme was no. one of the big sponsors of the Kaz Awards, which I just watched in its entirety without subs. All six and a half hours, by the way. Well, Come on. I mean, technically five because the first hour, the first is hour like was just like, a countdown. Yeah. Here's the thing: if we get y'all as a North Carolina girl, Krispy Kreme is a North Carolina company. If we get Krispy Kreme sponsoring a show. I'm going to go work for Krispy Kreme. Uh, I don't even, I don't like <coughs> Krispy Kreme, so. Offensive. Um, I don't think it's as good as Shipley's. I lost what I was going to say. Because I offended you so deeply <laughs> with my Krispy Kreme hatred. Oh, yeah, the, the, the sponsor. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Okay. So recently, um, or sorry, recently the nun and pee off and a professor from a local university did this really great talk about BL and the LGBT culture in Thailand. Yes. And it was really cool because pee off was asked right. what made, what made you think that BL had gone mainstream? And it was something that I was like, Oh, I really want to know because we've, we've talked about this off and on where we were like, no BL still niche. No, it's mainstream. Like there's this back and forth of like, how do you really mark, how popular is BL? Right, yeah. And so Piaf is like, the the way that I knew it went mainstream was the sponsorships. Yeah. And the fact that so many of these companies are employing BL actors to do brand representation. And I was like, oh, that's so fascinating. It makes tons of sense, right? Because so much sense. from a marketing background, it's that like, yes, you wouldn't, you wouldn't risk your marketing budget, which is finite. Marketing is also the first thing to get slashed from a budget. Mm. So if you as the marketing as the director of marketing mess it up money right, wisely, right? You could lose your budget. You could lose your job, right? Like there's a lot of risk when it comes right. to marketing because it's actually really hard specifically with like on, on more of the public relations side of mm -hmm. things to prove like ROI. Yeah. It's really difficult to prove because for, for something like a Shopee Live, for example, you can prove ROI because you can, like, directly yeah. correlate or, like, show the causation of, like, yeah. sales went up during this time. It's also super easy for things like Facebook ads, Instagram ads, right? Things like that. Right. You can show click-throughs. You can show, yeah. right? Like, you have data points. But for things like brand ambassadors, right. unless you're slapping their face on a product and the, and the sales of that product are high, right. it's really, really hard to actually prove revenue is coming from this like ambassadorship right. right because like it if you're a good marketing professional you actually have a marketing mix so like you're plugging it lots of different right, places right. so it's a risk you take yeah. so it makes tons of sense it's yeah, yeah and that it's like as soon as as soon as for-profit businesses start investing money in this kind of yeah. thing yeah. Listen, shout out to Talkanoi. I uh, from have, the early days have bought so much. Talkanoi is also Talkanoi. delicious. And it's easily accessible yeah. for us here in the states because it's at your local H Mart. And so Okay, the only my only feedback for Talkanoi if you're listening. <laughs> my only feedback for Talkanoi is resealable bags because mm. the bags of Talkanoi are actually really big. Like Yeah. I buy the smaller packets mm -hmm. of seaweed from H Mart. You brought home some like packets of seaweed from Costco that are like gigantic. And yeah. I'm like, I could not eat all of that. They're as, like, like a five snack servings. Yeah. As a canome in yeah, one. Nice. But like, especially the bags of Talcanoy. Yeah. Resealable bags, Talcanoy. Come on. If that's how they get you. Because otherwise I have to like go it. get a Ziploc and then like, and then right. it's like, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So I. I just found that that note so interesting mm. and y'all it works because you you hear these actors when they start to really take off that they're like yes if you keep buying the things and you keep you know recommending us we we get the jobs and like it just kind of goes from there. They also said one of the markers uh, of BL becoming mainstream was the they were talking about Western attention and that it's making yeah. Westerners want to learn Thai. And I was like, are they talking about me? That's us. <laughs> so you think it's me? I know. It's, <laughs> it's fun. And I think because obviously for, for valid reasons, Westerners get this 
uh, stereotype that we go in, we travel internationally, and we bring the Western to, to wherever Which we're going. Which is actually very, like, the ugly American trope is a trope, is a stereotype for a reason. Most Americans that travel, even if they don't realize it, yeah. have that ugly American tendency. And this is my, so when I explain this to people, people are like, no, 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 like, I try really hard, and I would never do that. And those are just, like, the worst kind, you know, we all know those Americans are, like, the first The first note is, like, how much of the language did you try to learn before you travel? Right. So, but like, that's hard and it's hard to remember it. I like my rule of thumb. I, I always try and learn three words, which is hello. Thank you. And I'm sorry. Cause you're going to need, I'm sorry. Um, I, I don't always know, right. All of the language, but I do always attempt. I do always try. I'll like look up on my phone how to like give my breakfast order or something right. things like that which was really funny in Copenhagen because I would start like speaking and I remember doing this and the <laughs> like the kid this like teenager working at the bagel shop like literally was like okay so you want blah 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 like in no accent <laughs> and I was like yeah <laughs> like then I was crying anyways here's the thing about the ugly american stereotype is that it's super true of a lot of people that don't think they're being an ugly American. My example of this is coffee. It always goes back to coffee because I don't drink coffee. Mm. So I notice this when people I'm traveling with do this. Americans are the worst about their coffee orders and being specific about their coffee orders. Uh-huh. And they get pissed, like pissed when uh-huh. they can't access that coffee order in a different country. And they're like, I don't understand why they can't just make this coffee here. It's not that hard. No, no, no. And then I have to explain like, you're in a different country. Drink Americano, you should you'll not have no expect <laughs> right. this other country to be able to accommodate your Western coffee order. Why should your Western coffee order be the standard? The, Why is it their fault yeah, yeah. that they don't? No, no, no. It's your fault for not, right? Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. always explain it. And it's always Americans who think and who otherwise are not this ugly American yeah, yeah, stereotype yeah. who get just like they're such dicks about their coffee the truly. irony is that coffee comes from so many other places you rarely is there like american coffee it always well here's it's that's why i said coffee order i feel like maybe maybe you should specify starbucks coffee no not just drinker. starbucks coffee interesting it's, it because it's never it never happens i i travel pretty frequently it's like one of my only hobbies yeah yeah um that's why I said coffee order, not coffee, because it always comes down to milk. In general. It always comes down to milk. Mm. People who, especially Americans, get very specific coffee orders in terms of like the milk they want and how much milk they want and like the words that they call this oh, yeah. thing. And so, like, one thing I learned recently is that if I drink coffee, which I don't, I'm not a coffee drinker, which is why this is a thing I noticed that like coffee drinkers are dicks. <laughs> um, it's because they haven't had their coffee. They have addiction. I hate that excuse. It's also. an it's an addiction. It's just like an alcoholic or a drug addict. Like coffee is a controlled substance, and like you know, they're mm. the worst people. But so I re- if I do, I'll order it in America with coconut milk, which is mm. very different from coconut milk in Thailand. Mm. So like I asked, I remember I had, it was William I was having this conversation uh. with, and I had to literally describe the viscosity of coconut milk in America <laughs> to explain to him what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah. And he was like, oh yeah, that doesn't exist here. Right. He was like, this thing you're talking about doesn't exist in Thailand. So if I went to Thailand and I asked for coconut milk, they would think I was psychotic. Because don't we have different types of coconut milk here, too? At least in the grocery stores, not necessarily in the coffee shop. Um, not that I've like, seen in the grocery stores. Like, you can get... Like, so, is the can different from what you get in the refrigerated section? Yes. Right. Right. So, like, that, it's closer to, like, a sweetened condensed milk kind mm. of situation in the can. Right. Is what it's closer to. So, yeah, like, when you say the words coconut milk, you your brain automatically goes to what's in the refrigerated section. Oh, interesting. And so, like, if that's your milk substitute of choice right yeah. like kind of like how like if you want oat milk which by the way doesn't really exist outside of america so good luck trying to get that you yeah. crazy coffee drinkers wonder if almond milk exists outside of america i don't know but like so I mean, we love our milk alternatives here right <laughs> so that's how uh, so like for example it's really hard to get just like that's probably why they drink americano because it's just like water and coffee so it's really difficult well you can get lattes everywhere right but typically Mm. you're getting it with like this whole idea of the different like 
milks or like even of like cow's milk where we have skim and two percent and whole and Come half in. and half what milk do you have in your country <laughs> is like a very american thing actually yeah. but so like in europe for example it's really hard to find like creamer if you're a person that likes mm. creamer or half and half in your coffee mm-hmm. it's gonna be real hard for you in europe mm. and i was traveling in europe with a family member who is otherwise reasonable who is otherwise not an ugly american stereotype <laughs> and she was pissed about this coffee situation and she was like heated about it and she was like she was like it's so backwards here and no 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 and just like going off about not being able to get coffee with creamer or half and half and I was like you're in a different country do they refrigerate milk in Europe I don't really drink a lot of milk so I don't know like because that's as someone who's never traveled internationally that's the thing that I have heard about Europe is like they don't do ice and they don't right. do cold drinks. You don't do – yeah, ice and cold drinks are harder to and come so across. And so I wonder if, like, because half and half is something you obviously have to refrigerate, whereas, like, you know, like, raw milk, I think you don't have to. And so I wonder if that's – like, we we love refrigeration here in the States. Right. And so internationally, I'm very curious. I know the pasteurization issue is a lot different in Asia because when I lived in Asia as a kid, mm-hmm. I was lactose intolerant. And then I went and lived in Asia, and it's a, it's a different kind of milk that mm-hmm. you just get from the, like – korean grocery store at least mm-hmm. back in the day like back in the day when i was a child right things may probably have changed yeah um it was a different pasteurization process and i came home no longer lactose intolerant after drinking korean milk for a few years yeah i'll be curious to see internationally like when we go to the philippines what a starbucks looks like because again with i think the- starbucks is pretty standard right. that's what that was my experience in korea i went to one starbucks in korea i don't drink coffee so i didn't get anything right. i went like with the person i was traveling with and i'm pretty sure she specifically wanted to go to starbucks because it's the one pl- she also travels you know europe asia yeah. really frequently she was like starbucks is the one place where i can get because she is a uh, vegetarian so she doesn't drink cow's milk right um, also is lactose intolerant. And she was like, that's the one place that I know for sure I can get a milk alternative in my coffee. Interesting. So I think yeah, Starbucks yeah. is pretty corporate. Like, I'm, like you can get the – but honestly, they probably don't have, like, the coconut milk, the oat milk, the right. – right, like, all of the super extra alternatives we have in America. So tell us. Whatever, I don't know, though. Whatever country you're in, what's yeah. your coffee order? Yeah. <laughs> and what milk can you get? Uh, Anyways, you know, that's my rant aside. about how everyone can be an ugly American, and you do have to – I'm sure I do it, too, yeah. when I travel, and I don't realize it. So you do, have to, you do have to really check yourself as a Westerner traveling to make sure you're not being that ugly American stereotype. How did we even get on that topic? I don't remember. So go watch the show because it truly is. Yeah, this show is awesome. 10 out of 10, no notes. Truly, no notes. I have nothing that I can think of. It was an enjoyable watch. I cannot wait for this special episode. It's going to be... It's a beach frolic. Pure fluff. I love a beach frolic. Go get your GMM TV merch. And go get our merch because, y'all, the... countdown is on merch store is going down soon yes you will not be able to order any merch um in august yeah starting august 1st so go get your merch go get your merch before Um, the new merch line comes out stay tuned to the jimmy c interview in a few days as we wrap up season two again thank you guys for listening it it's so fun to interact with people and to we read all the comments we read all the emails that we get we read everything that you guys send us and we really appreciate it we take it to heart it's wild that people are listening to us and sometimes liking what we're saying tell us Tell us what you want in season three. We have plans, obviously, but... So many plans. So many plans. Listen, here's the thing. As we said at the beginning of this episode, we have so many plans, and yet things, things like... change. Almond and none happen to us, and we just, like, can't plan for that. Yeah. <laughs> we could... We would never plan for that because, like... Obviously. But if you have thoughts, hopes, dreams... Yeah. Send them our way. Also, don't forget to enter our giveaway for the live stream passes for Rikam FanCon. Um, hop back to the live streams episode to find details there, but it's open until July 31st. Less than a month we'll be in the Philippines for the Rikam FanCon. Can't wait to see everybody If you there. are on the fence about traveling internationally to go to this thing, you should do it because, first of all, we'll be there. And we love to also, make Also, Yin War will be there. Also, like, Jeff will be there. Also, I could, I could name Dumundi down 54 names if I wanted to yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll be there, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and Boom Jumps. Yeah, we'll be there. And Max Tool. We'll get the reunion. Yeah. Will that be the first time Max Tool will be reunited since? Ooh, probably Tool came to because the Max Max has completed his monkhood yep. and Tool is in the States right now. So probably. Tyler. This in the is. Now. Speaking of coffee drinkers. Go watch our Tool interview because he will tell you his whole name journey. He, he, he has tr- This man truly has a journey with his name. We saw a funny little conversation on Twitter recently about him changing his name. People are heated about this Tyler it's, thing. Y'all, it. he picked it. As someone who is very passionate about my name. She listen, gets very angry. If you, if you want to be called something, then you should be called something. I actually had a friend whose name was Matthew and he hated when people called him matt like truly hated it and i again with all the boys who have like you know full like joshua matthew all those and when you like naturally abbreviate it they're like how dare you as someone with a super weird name i will never be offended if you mess up my name which is so funny it's like ava (laughs) i i have a super weird name so i have my whole life alone i've heard people call you like three different iterations of that i i have a super weird first name and my married name is a super weird last name i will truly never be offended (laughs) if you mess up my name because i I understand that it happens bethann however gets super angry don't call me beth she gets really mad about it i'm like they're trying but they're trying no they're not they don't mean it maliciously it's only two syllables they don't mean it maliciously well that's why when i correct you like remember (laughs) <laughs> I could I could tell you guys a journey of the names I've been called. Oh yeah, I had a boss who constantly introduced me as Mary Beth, and I was like, no, it's Beth Ann. <laughs> I I have been called so many variations. This will be a fun episode for everybody to comment on. Tell us your journey with all the things that we've talked about. Yeah. And this has been Let's Talk BL. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow all things Let's Talk BL at Let's Talk BL. See you in season three. <laughs>